0: the bone yeah let's talk let's do it man day two episode two day two yeah how you feeling how's the week going week is really pushing forward yeah really yeah i'm kind of like losing conception of time recently really yeah i've been too like just it doesn't exist
1: i understand that yeah but it's more so like the uh the anxiety portion of it you know when you got so much going on it's like you kind of lose track of everything else that's going on okay yeah but dealing with that a little bit but you know yeah a little bit of meditating you know <laughs> some yeah. time management skills yeah i find myself overcoming it yeah yeah
0: is it time management or what what did, oh, you, s- what did you say that other week? we came up with something dude. we did moment what, what management what, oh say it again moment
1: management mm. like that right
0: you know it really puts a different perspective on time yeah because when we think about it, like things could last what seems forever. Yeah, dude. But they could also go by just like that.
1: Yeah. There's, right? a, little, there's a little TikTok trend going on. Yeah. yeah oh, there is. Like when you look at, your, look at the clock, it feels like the day is lasting forever. But when you're busy, when you're occupied, it's like day's over. Yeah. Work day's
0: over. You just got to love it. Yeah. Dude, but do you have to love everything you do, that you do, though?
1: No, but I think if you put your full effort into it, mm. that kind of switches up the vibe. Yeah,
0: and you're grateful for it, right? Yeah, yeah. Damn, this really leads into what we said last week at the end. Yeah, I was kind of yeah. rambling on because yeah. I
1: like this topic so
0: much. Yeah. You want to start it up for us? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, we could start. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about having to do something versus mm. getting to do something. Mindset. It's really just a gratitude kind of thing, right? Like extreme gratitude of I know where I am. I know how shitty or great my situation can be. But I'm going to choose on purpose to say I get to fold laundry today. Mm. I get to go to class today. Mm -hmm. It's raining outside. Oh, I still get to experience what it's like for rain to be hitting my skin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because you look across the globe, there's so many things that people don't get. There's so many things that people do get. And it's like the things that do come across our lives, it's like, appreciate it. It's like I get to dress up as football. You are dressed it's up like, as football. It's like, ah, oh, 20 years old. I'm bald. <laughs> I can hate my life. I can be like, I'm short, I'm bald, what am I going to do? I mean, we're
0: both short. I, yeah, we they're could, short, you know, We could talk about that every day. Good things come in small
1: packages. Like <laughs> <laughs> but besides the point, I could have this negative perspective, but, like, no. I get to be Pitbull.
0: Yeah. Dale. I get to be a cop. Yeah, Mr. 305. Man. Oh, wow. Look at that mustache, bro. Look at that, man. You see that? <laughs> oh, wow. I never thought I would have had the balls to shave off my beard.
1: I'm this close to doing it. I might do it after my birthday.
0: Yeah. I might.
1: I, might, I got to get my birthday pictures. Let the
0: audience know when that is. November 7th. <laughs> November 7th. <I'm laughs> it's 21. coming up, man. 21. It's coming up. The big two-one. Wow. I'm an adult. You is that what that means now? Yeah, I think so. You're an adult. Yeah. Oh wow. But I mean, oh man, like we look forward to 21 our whole lives. Our whole lives. Right. Or at least like prior our tween years, like preteen yeah. years. Right. Yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, like, oh, you know, we're 15, 16 years old and we have friends in high school who are like kind of going out and drinking or having a good time. Right. And then we get to be high schoolers and then we get to experience college just like getting kind of get a taste of it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we, we get to that age of 21, at least I did anyways. And it was gr- it was euphoric. It was one of the best days of my life. Right. Yeah. I mean. A lot of alcohol was consumed mm. right <laughs> but at the same time it was like that day after i was like okay
1: now what yeah this is last week man. this, is, this right, is what we were talking right. about last week yeah you can't you can't lose all the moments that led up to you being 21 right and honestly it's like it's exciting but like i mean, it's, it's a number it's an age I mean, right it's
0: a construct
1: <laughs> right. yeah like, what does
0: that mean construct like go into that
1: like A social construct so it's like the social norms uh, like what's normal in society or what's believed to be normal in society I think it's it's driven that 21 is this big you're legally able to drink but what what am I celebrating being able to drink is that it honestly I'm celebrating the capability of being able to get a tattoo (laughs) than being able to drink like I mean if you think about it but it's like it is it's like officially adulthood you know you're 21 years old you're paying your own taxes soon, not your own taxes, um, insurance soon and stuff like that.
0: You're graduating you're there. college. You're getting there. Yeah, Everything's man. just starting to like, come together, right? You're right. graduating college if you're fortunate enough to go to college when you're that age or you know, if, even if you're not, right, even if you don't go to college. Like, I think in American society everyone's like, oh, like, you're almost 21, you're almost 21, I can't wait, I can't wait. Then it gets to you're, you actually are 21 on that day you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, like, today is like the day, let's start drinking immediately. Yeah. Then the day right? after,
1: like you said, it's like, oh. oh. But when people are like 30, 40, what do they say? Ah, I wish I was. 21. I wish I was in high school I again. Wish I, was, yeah. I wish I was twenty again. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, like, why do you wish that?
0: Mm. Are you Did attaching you, yourself to the past? Yeah.
1: Did you miss everything else that happened in the past because you were so focused on progressing in the future? Mm. So you were you were living in the future, and now twenty years down the line, what are you gonna live in the past?
0: Right.
1: My tattoo, bro. Yeah. I'm getting what is a, it? Um, I'm getting an hourglass. Mm. So I really want. A depiction of like each grain of salt uh, salt each grain of sand mm. so each grain of sand essentially is a moment that we experience wow. so the top of the hourglass is the future it's what's gonna come the bottom of the hourglass is the past what's already happened and then that little that little itty-bitty middle mm. that's the this present moment that we're uh, experiencing and I think don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. Focus here, you know. And I kind of want a crow on the bo- a raven at the bottom. Why? Of it. Because um, I searched up symbols of death, uh-huh. and uh, the skull not my vibe. My mom not a fan. No, my like, mom. Okay, let me yeah. let me find something else that could fit me and her. So I was like the raven. I searched up; it's a symbol of death. But it's like that's death, death is inevitable. It's like one of the only facts of life. Like now when
0: you refer to death, are you referring to like one day I'm gonna die or like death of the moment? Like it's already past. Like death is like my past is death. I'm gonna, like gonna it's be already honest. gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I don't get that deep with that, but yeah, <laughs> it can it can mean that. I'm thinking physical death mm. six feet under. You okay. know. I'm gone. It's, it's the like, only thing that is a fact. It's definitely gonna happen. Right. In my in my life. Like that and that's kinda helped me with the fear you want to dive into the the fear of death you were talking about Yeah, why
0: why do we have a fear of death i think it's literally because from the moment we started growing up as a child we have been implanted these fears Mm. about like oh like protect yourself at all costs or like have a plan b and a c and a d and an f did i skip e You skipped a few. I I think think I might have skipped a A, few letters. Oh, yeah, I think I skipped E. That's okay. We're not going to acknowledge the fact that I just don't know my alphabet anymore. (laughs) But (laughs) Um, yeah, we're we're like, oh, like, have a backup plan. Mm. And that backup plan from our young age is like this safety net. And it just protects us every single time we fall. And I think the biggest fall that we can experience in life is death, like, like life in itself is risky. People don't wanna take risks, but like what, what's the risk of not doing something? Every time you commit yourself to doing something, your opportunity cost is infinite. Yeah. It's infinite, the amount of opportunities that you are leaving on the table because you choose to do one thing is infinite. Yeah. And so if you choose to focus on the past or fear death, then what's your opportunity cost? Literally everything right in front of your eyes. And so if you're leaving everything right in front of your eyes on the table and you're not actually paying attention to it, then when are we ever going to enjoy it? Mm -hmm. When are we ever going to just dance and scream and feel powerful and feel alive? People get to like, quote unquote, the end, whether it be like on a hospital bed or like they're tripped and they fell and they broke their ankle on the street and they think they're going to die. Whatever the whatever their perception of like the end is, they fear that. And why why do they fear that? Is because they think, well, they don't think. They knew their whole lives or they've been taught to believe that they've had a safe, safety net. And I think that goes much deeper than the fear of death itself. Yeah. I think we're low key afraid to live our best, truest, most vibrant lives.
1: And if you, okay, this is a weird perspective. Not, kind of cynical. Eh, not really. <laughs> but when you look at death, you could kind of laugh.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: If you lived your life in the moment. Because it's like, let's just say that time is going to come. And you know it's going to come. It's like, a sense of joy will come to you if it's like, huh, Like, I don't have any regrets. Mm. I lived every moment to my fullest capability. Mm. And it kind of, it's like a giggle, Like, yeah, I did that. Compared to living in the past or the future, and it's like, death is at your doorstep, and it's like, damn, damn, what the hell did
0: I do? Did I just go through the motions my it's like whole
1: life? life flashes before your eyes, and yeah. it's
0: like. We know there's, like, studies that come out. And yeah, like I don't know th- the studies. Well, yeah. you know, there's studies that come out with, like, ca- cancer patients, for example, and when they have that consultation with their doctor of, hey, like, you have six months to live, starting from that consultation until whatever the end of those six months are they live their fullest they life. are like yeah. happy. not even that they live their fullest lives i mean they wind up doing that but they are really just happy it's like this big weight has been lifted off their shoulders and i think what that is is like that safety net that safety net of like oh my gosh like everything's gonna be okay just hang in there everything's gonna be good That safety net of like, oh, I don't have to fall back on anything. Like, holy shit. Like, my life is literally coming to an end. Literally. I just had a medical doctor, an MD, tell me straight to my face that my life is ending. If I don't start living it now, people live, like, their best lives in the last six months. No regrets. We had this conversation in Therapeutic Rec. Yeah. Express yourself.
1: Yeah. Express yourself. Back to societal norms. Who decides, like... What is right and what is wrong in a reasonable aspect? Like we were discussing uh, individuals on the spectrum, how they have no filter. But what is a filter?
0: I think a filter is being able to know what to say, when to say it.
1: Who decides what to say, to say? You.
0: You do. I do. They do. Whoever it is. So who creates the filter
1: of when to say
0: it? I think it's a lot of things that create that filter. It can be yourself, one, first and foremost, like your affirmed. Well, ego. Of course, ego. Of course. But I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I think like societal norms, like what your friends do, what your parents tell you what your grandma and aunts and uncles tell you, what your babysitter told you when you were ages three to six, right? Like these younger moments in our life, like like our fo- most formative years are really shaped, man. Like mm. they're really shaped and molded by what we surround ourselves with. And not even that, but also like at that point, we don't really have any control. So like, it, like what is actually in our surroundings? And if, those surroundings tell us that we need to shield ourselves, or we need to be careful what to say and when to say it, or we can't express ourselves to our fullest because someone else isn't gonna like it. I think it takes a real teacher and a real mentor to really get the point across of understanding yourself first. Be selfish first, so then you can be selfless. And it goes back to ego when we have quote unquote ego death, we now just don't have a sense of self anymore. And so because we don't have a sense of self, we don't try to protect that sense of self. We don't try every single day to prove ourselves right because we realize in that moment when ego death happens or you know individuals on the spectrum that kind of have like this thing, um, is like they're not trying to protect themselves they're going to express themselves no matter what. And of course, can, sometimes it, can it sometimes be forward? Yeah. But forward to who? Mm. Forward to the person who doesn't even know how to express themselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a crazy thing, man. Because it, it makes me think about like, everything that we were taught, everything. You know, last episode, episode number one, I talked about my spiritual awakening on August 30th. If that didn't happen, I would still crave the weekend. I would still want an A in a class. I would still care a lot more about what you thought of me, Mm. right, there's a great quote out there, and I don't know who said it, it's probably floating around TikTok somewhere, but it basically says, that your reaction to me is a reflection of you and my reaction to you is an awareness of me
1: you got to run that back
0: man. yeah i'll run that back again so i'll say it slower so you yourself right are speaking with an individual and say you express yourself the way you know how to express yourself for you individually as Zach Olivan or as Francesco Cassell, right? You express yourself and despite that reaction of that person, the quote goes like this. Their reaction to you is a reflection of them and your reaction to them is an awareness of you. Meaning, if you call me a dick, well, okay. Let's back up. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Let's back up. Let's back up. We're backing up. But if you, like, if you basically, like, taunted me, right, or, like, you know, criticized me in any way, and I, let's say, had an unfamiliar relationship with you, I didn't really know who you were. Yeah. Your reaction to me, whatever I did, is really just a reflection of you. You're, like, projecting your feelings on top of me. But my reaction or response to you, or, like, response to what you're saying Is really an awareness of me and I'll I'll, I'll say it this way if I know that I'm not the person that you say I am then my response is going to indicate that so if you say Zach you're not smart or you're stupid or you're not funny my response to you is probably gonna be like okay bro (laughs) right like sure if you think that but deep down the person who is projecting their feelings, I feel real bad. Like I, I, have so much empathy for that person. Gary V talks about this all of the time. Does he? He really does. Yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk. He talks about like having true empathy for people who criticize you or talk crap about you, right? Because they're coming from a hurt place, and so if they're coming from that perspective, then who is it for you? To judge yourself, literally to choose to listen to them and to take their word for it. Yeah. Like, you're disrespecting yourself at that
1: point. You got to love yourself first.
0: Yeah. That's why I say be selfish in the most selfless way possible. The bone, man. That is the bone.
1: Yeah, bro. It's a lifestyle. It's not easy. It's not easy to do. No. It's really hard to not care about other people's opinions. It's so easy to fall into that like human conditioning of worrying about what everybody else Mm. thinks and I don't know what practices are out there to kind of avoid that like self-worth actions and practices like
0: it's mindfulness dude
1: a hundred percent but it's a lot easier said than done a hundred percent because like I could be as mindful as I want I could be as present as, as I want but it's like when I'm still going on these interviews It's like, I still have that doubt. I still have that, like, am I good enough aspect? It's like, where am I, where I'm meant to be? It's like, it, it kind of, it's bound to happen sometimes. And I find myself there. And I mean, self-love, self-care, but it's like, how do I find that? Like people that can't find that, what's, what drives them towards it? You know?
0: What drives them towards finding that self-love? That
1: self-love, that selfishness, that I am good enough. Like I am putting that effort in, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm where I'm meant to be, essentially. I think there are a lot of things that they could do, but for me personally, what's worked best for me is mirrors.
1: Oh, the accountability mirror. Yeah. I talked about that a little bit. Not
0: just week. the people in my life who hold me accountable, but I'm talking literally at the end of every day I conceded whether you think I'm being a conceited asshole or not, like whatever, right? I stand in my mirror every single night in front of my mirror and I look at myself I look at myself and I literally have a conversation with myself and it can be seen as crazy so be it but when I have a conversation with myself in the mirror I'm now giving myself a storytelling about my day I'm sto- I'm I'm giving myself a story I'm picking up the good, the bad, the ugly, what went well, how did the things that go well manifest in my life, how did the things that go bad manifest in my life. Yeah. I'm reflective and really critical on those things. And every time, at the end of like five or 10 minutes, I look, <laughs> my vest just stuck to the back of the chair. <laughs> I saw I'm wearing that. <laughs> a police vest right now. I look in the mirror And I say, no matter what, no matter how crappy of a day I had, I look at myself and I say, guess what? You're still here. Mm -hmm. You are still here. You get to, you get to, you don't have to, you get to stand in front of this mirror. You get to meet those people in life. You get to go to class. You get to wake up and have access to a meal. You get to speak with intelligent professors. I'm talking world-renowned professors every day. Those are privileges and I am extremely, and when I say extremely, I don't just mean lightly Right? Like I am extremely grateful for that. And when you get so grateful for yourself about like your own experience if you can look at yourself in the mirror every day and say, Yup, I'm still here. I'm grateful, extremely grateful that I'm still here. I could feel the ground beneath my feet. I can feel my arms, my legs. I'm able. If you can get grateful for yourself. Man, that is, that is real power.
1: That's power. But I'm going to take a different perspective on it. Please. I love this mindset. And I, we've embraced the mindset. And it's proven dividends on my life. Like, It's transformed my life. It's, it's given me this insanely deep gratitude for the life I live. But a listener, a possible listener who's watching us right now, mm. we keep saying get to get to, get to, but it's like in their head, what if they don't want to? Okay, that's okay. What if they don't want to? That's okay. I think I think it, it's it's a harsh reality that a lot of people face.
0: I think they have to ask themselves why though. Right. I, I don't think that they should just be like, okay, I don't want to do this and like cut, like, all right, scene, right? Yeah. I don't think it just should be, oh, I don't want to do this, done. Right. I think it's like, I don't want to do this. And like immediately after ask themselves, why
1: question it? Why don't I want to do this? Is it the
0: coach? Is it the coach and his perception or her perception of me? Why I don't want to go to practice? Is it because I don't feel confident in myself? Yeah. Is it because I feel judged? Right. Like, what is the reason? Right. Like, let's do some thinking. Because if we don't critically think or reflect on our own experience, yeah. we cannot expect for it to change. What's the quote that, uh, you know, th- oh, gosh, it's blank in my mind. Oh, here it is. You know, the definition of being an idiot.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right? Is doing the same thing and expecting. Or psychopath. was it psychopath? Idiot, psychopath. psychopath, whatever it is. Doing the same thing and expecting different it's results.
1: Different
0: result. yeah. Like, if you just wake up every morning and be like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, right? You do the same thing but still complain every day. Like, great, if you don't want to do something, I'm not saying that we have to be fired up and 100% ready to take on everything and anything that is thrown in our life, right? There are some things where you're just like, no.
1: You get to not want to do that. Right, yeah, like
0: I get to not do that today because I chose not to. Yeah. But choose. Like, choose that for yourself.
1: Challenge yourself. Question yourself, you know
0: it's uncomfortable
1: it could be really uncomfortable but I think that's what makes life amazing is like feeling uncomfortable we bring it back to fear it's like your greatest experiences in life are usually behind fear Will Smith said it best it's like you're about to jump out of an airplane you look down you're Mm. you're so scared Mm -hmm. this overwhelming fear takes over your body and you don't want to jump you don't want to jump but once you do jump once you break that barrier once you get over that fear it's like this is one of the most amazing things in my life and you reach the ground and it's like why was i scared this was amazing yeah or like uh, we could bring it to love you're 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 in fear of getting hurt you're in fear of not making a team you're like just in fear that you're not good enough and it's like when you face that fear, when you break that barrier, it's like, I do belong here.
0: Ooh. I like what you said there. Say that again. That Just what you said the la- at the end.
1: When you break that barrier, you realize, I do belong here. Belong. Yeah. Like,
0: you belong. Yeah. People don't feel belonged. They don't. And I think when we push past everything that we've been taught, right, And we just get super present with our thoughts. And we realize that not only do we belong here, but whether we like it or not, we are here. Yeah. Like you're here, right? And so, whether you like it or not, what are you going to do? Like, what? Okay. I wake up every morning and I'm unhappy. Okay, great. Now what? Do you want to stay unhappy, right? Or do you want
1: to try to have a, a growth mindset, a, a get-to mindset, and try to challenge yourself and get better every day?
0: You know, there's this thing. It's a Japanese term. It's called kaizen.
1: Kaizen. For the, yeah,
0: I'll, I'll spell it for those who are listening and K-A-I? watching. K a i. Mm. Is it? Mm-hmm. K
1: a i z e n. Yes. Mm. Yeah. The zen part wasn't hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, K-A-I-Z-E-N. If you're listening, Google it. You could pause. We give you permission. Right. We'll pause right now. <laughs> but, no, listen, like, Kaizen is, like, the Japanese term for, like, getting better every day. Like, 1% better every day. Mm. Right? And that can come in the form of, I said hi to someone new today. Yeah. Right? It doesn't have to be like, oh, I started a business today.
1: I read a page mm. today.
0: You
1: know, it's yeah. it really is the little things. It, it kind of th- it makes me think about push-ups. Huge into fitness, obviously, like of exercise course. science, physical therapy, whatever. But you start with one push-up, one push-up a day. Then, two days later, you could do two push-ups. Four days later, you could do five, and then it, every day it's like that one percent better. And it's like you're doing 50 push-ups in one set. Yeah. What if you have that perspective on just life in general?
0: Of just getting that first that thing done. That first
1: push-up. Do that first push-up. Read that first page. Right. Go for your first drive. Think That's about... really not that intimidating. It's not.
0: And if it is, if it is, break it down.
1: Break it down. If, if you break it down, it's mm. not intimidating. When you look at the big picture, oh my God, do 50 push-ups in, in
0: a minute? Right. Ew. Ew, get disgusting. Out. And as an exercise science major, I don't wanna do get that. Get out, shoulder pain, don't want it. Right, don't want it. But like break it down a little bit. Right. Maybe do one. Do an eccentric, just hold yourself. Let me, can I get real deep for a second with of you? Of course. That's you and, yeah. Yeah, so let's just go back to the push-up example. And we're sitting on the couch in this moment, right? We're, we're sitting on the couch. And either where we're reclined, or we're just feeling relaxed, or or not, right? Like, whatever, we're we're feeling like we don't want to do this. We're like in a vegetative state, Ooh. right? We're in this vegetative state of like of I relaxation, don't, of relax- or I don't want to of both.
1: Are you physically capable?
0: Yes. Okay, you, and you are. just don't want to. Correct. Okay, you're in this state, and instead of saying do one push up, I would even say. Let's sit up. Stand up, sit up. Sit up, sit up, up, right? Let's sit up, let's pick our head up. Let's pick our head up from the phone or TV that we might be watching. Mm. Look around, like do a full 360 or 180. I know our heads, you know, we're not owls out here, right? Do a full 180. Understand and appreciate where you are. One, that's first. Next, you get a, you have an incredible choice to make. And this choice is what separates a lot of people. That choice is to choose to go to the next step. And what is that next step? It could be a wide range of things, but for the sake of this example, we've already sat up, we've already looked around. The next step is let's put our feet on the floor. Let's feel the floor. Then let's anchor our hands into the seat or the couch, right? Then let's get up. And now that we're standing, now we look back at us sitting down in the couch and we're like, who was that person, right? And when blown that up on a macro scale, we can look back five, 10 years from where we currently are and be like, I don't even recognize who that person was. All
1: it took was me to sit up All and took. look around. Yeah. I have, I have that same feeling and I've been working out six days a week consistently for the past uh, three years, give or take, especially with running. It's not my favorite thing. I've, I've, I've found a love for it. I, I enjoy it, um, but even though I enjoy it and I get that endorphin drop and I get that runner's high, it's like 10 minutes before that run, it's like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in my car, I'm on my phone. TikTok, whatever the case may be, I don't want to do this. I got to run four miles, five miles, which isn't a lot to some people. Or, which is an insane amount to other people. Mm -hmm. That's like a decent amount for me. I'm I'm not a runner. But it's like, all right, get out of your car. Mm -hmm. I get out the car. All right, I'm already out the car. Let's take a few steps. Blood starts flowing. Blood starts flowing. I'm going to do a little light jog. Feeling good. Oxygen love
0: it breathing Mm, nice love it
1: the ground hitting my feet. I feel every step midfoot to toe midfoot to toe
0: Mm. Drawing it back to mindfulness.
1: Yeah, always got to yeah, and before you know it I'm running the fastest I ever have I'm running the fastest three-mile I ever. I I texted Charbini about it. I emailed. him. (laughs) Did you really? I emailed because it was like insane like that experience and then I'm finished with the run I rehab quickly. The breath is back quicker than I ever thought it would be. And it's like, what the hell? I was sitting in my car not wanting to do this, and that was one of the greatest experiences. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little baby step that means the most. Just going to the gym, just stepping when it comes to working out in the gym, Mm -hmm. just stepping foot in the gym is like make or break. Just to cross the barrier and enter the gym. Not even to work out, just to go there.
0: Mm. Get familiar with the environment. Get familiar
1: with it. It's the first step. Right. Then maybe do a treadmill. Then maybe do some stairs. Then do this. Then do this. Before you know it, you're a power lifter that's competing. I'm talking about myself. Wow. I was 230 pounds at this height. I was severely overweight. I didn't want to go work out. But then I woke up one day and looked myself in the mirror, and I was ready to challenge myself. I was ready to better myself by 1%. Mm. And in that moment, I didn't know I was doing that. But now that I'm reflecting back on it, I'm seeing it in my own life. And I don't remember the first step I took in the gym, but I know that it was all it took was a step to get to the gym. Just one. Just one. Kaizen. Kaizen. I was 1% better that day. Yeah. And I got one percent better ever since then. And and I've competed in a powerlifting me and I'm doing this whole bodybuilding and counting macros and this and this and that. And I'm in right. the process of becoming a physical therapist.
0: Yeah. Physical beast
1: too. I All mean right. All right, thank you. Physical <laughs> specimen. No, no, no. Yeah. There's some insane specimens out there, but it's like one little step. That's it. And it from in my experience in my life. It has brought me to my future career, my, my love, my passion for life, full 360. Because mm. I looked myself in the mirror, I wanted to get 1% better that day, and I'm here now.
0: Now, let me ask you this question. Do it, when I wanna answer it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, when you were taking that first step, did you need to have like that, oh, I, I have to do this for myself? It's not that I get to do this. It's like, okay, I know that I need to, like, get, like, get mean. Like, did you get mean with yourself and say, I need to do this. I have to do this. No. 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 It was
1: was very extrinsic. Okay. It wasn't a want at all, which it is now. It's very internal. It's intrinsic. But it wasn't, um, like, an anger within myself. It Mm. was, like, an embarrassment.
0: Oh, guilt. No, not Guilt. I was just like embarrassed. Embarrassed.
1: Yeah, it's like I want to. I'm going in, like, I'm literally majoring in exercise science. Because this ha- all happened when I was in the transfer, like, senior year of col- uh, mm. high school mm-hmm. into college. Yeah. And it was like, I'm about to be a freshman in college. I'm very overweight. Like, I'm going to be an exercise science major. Yeah. I kind of like the sports medicine realm. And it was like, what am I doing? what am i doing mm. it wasn't like oh it was like i'm embarrassed what am i doing with my life
0: and that embarrassment pushed you
1: yeah yeah honestly
0: not to reach a certain specific goal but just to be the best version you could be that day correct or am i am i making am i making an assumption you could
1: you could like Make that true.
0: Okay. You can make that true. What was true for you? in
1: the moment, no, no, in general, I wanted to do, like, I wanna lose 50 pounds. That, in the, like, that was my objective. I wanna lose 50, 50 pounds. Okay. But to get to the 50 pounds, I had to be my best self every day. I had to diet. I was intermittent fasting at the time. I had to hold my fast. I had to go to the gym. I had to, I had to be myself in certain moments, like, I, in the gym that day. Like, every day was a, a, either a win or a loss essentially oh yeah okay so when i do we talked about it last last week when i am about to close my eyes at night it was like yeah i did that today
0: Mm. yeah i did
1: that or i had times where i was like shit what the hell like what the what are you doing bro like figure it out get on it you've done this for two months like why today why would you give up today let's get back on it tomorrow Mm. But it was very, it was a, it was a respectful conversation with myself. Because at the I same see. time, it's like, we all have our bad days. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Let's just kick ass tomorrow. Right. Right. It's a, it's, a, it's a very internal battle. Weight loss, essentially. It's a very internal battle.
0: Right. And not just weight loss, dude. That's like anything. Any, any anything. performance. Performance, any performance, psychological barriers, yeah. physical barriers. Bears. Bears? We're talking about bears now. No.
1: Black bears? Adorable. Oh bear. my
0: gosh. Brown bear will eat your face off. Oh, stay away from those brown bears. Those black bears? Cute. Cute. They're like big dogs. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, they are. We, I went to
1: Pennsylvania the other guy oh, really? last weekend. It was like, we were looking into bears. They're so cute. All right, sorry. C- no. Yeah, it's
0: all on me, yeah. by the way. I just <laughs> total, yeah. Anyways. Social barriers? Physical bears, psychological bears, right? Yeah, All these bears are just sca- – maybe I said bears for a reason because it's a scare factor. And I could just be saying that because I like am just I love analogies and I love metaphors because I think it helps us wrap our brains around certain things. But listen here. Like social bears. What's your social bear off the top of the head? Okay, maybe it's a parent, right? Mm. What's your physical bear? What When you look in the mirror, your physical bear is that extra belly fat right? What's your interpersonal bear? Uh, That interpersonal bear could be that voice in your head every day to say, don't do it. Don't do it. Stay safe. Stay safe, my friend. Mm. Right? No, those are bears. They could scare you into literally walking down this meaningless path in life. But when you can face that bear, you can face that bear, barrier or bear and say, Nope, I'm going to choose not to listen to you today. I'm going to choose to listen to what I know is right.
1: Yeah. And I, wa- I kind of want to loop that back to what you were saying with, um, remind me, we just, you just mentioned this, like out of anger. Was I telling myself out of anger? How did you describe that? Describe it again. It was, a, it was something along those lines, like me wanting to lose weight. Like what was the motivation?
0: Was it embarrassment? I said
1: embarrassment, but what
0: were you? Guilt. Did I say guilt? You said guilt. Yeah.
1: And it kind of brings me back to the um, David Goggins uh, accountability mirror. Um, And rather, it's like a progression. So at first, I was very nice to myself. I was very understanding. Like, this is new. Okay, don't be too hard on yourself. I'm. I was embarrassed at the time, so I wanted to make a change. I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to better myself. But now I felt like that was. It was. I was nice to myself. I was understanding, but now in this, in this experience, it's like, I can look at the mirror and be like, like like you're a fat piece of shit.
0: Mm -hmm. Say it out loud. Brutally honest. Brutal honesty. Brutal honesty. Say it out loud. Brutal honesty. Don't be
1: afraid to hurt your own feelings.
0: Folks, next week we talk about telling the truth, telling the truth. Yeah. Despite everything, we, next week we discuss honesty versus truth.
1: Ooh.
0: That's what we discuss next week.
1: Internally and externally.
0: Internal and external honest versus truth and sticking to that truth.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Wow, let's do I'm it. excited. Let's do it. This was a good talk today, man. That was good. That was quick. Yeah. That was it quick. went it went by too quick. Yeah. Yeah, it but that was honestly. good. That was right? Good. We get to do this. Yeah, we got to. Oh, this we today. really did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pipple, Mr. 305.
0: Yes, sir. The bone. Yeah.
1: We talked.
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs>